Hola, welcome to this week's episode. My name is Olua Toby, as always. guys so how was our week i was last week's episode did we have fun i mean did we really have um did we learn you know i I, we talked about the condition of our art and how was the condition of our art in everything not necessarily what the podcast is about how did we relate with friends with family okay mine was a lot better because um I was able to calm down. <laughs> no, I, I was able to calm down. And um, my words were better. Yeah, you know, the state of my heart calmed down. And my words were better. Man, I, I had a better way of presenting words, you know, presenting situations. Seeing things in two ways, not necessarily judging a person before just moving into conclusion you know it has kind of like helped my relationship with people coming down has also helped me to i smile more i am i literally laugh a lot now you know um, it, it takes it's a persistent it's a persistent so we're not going to move push too hard we're just going to calm down and see how even now you know I, I i don't even think in the last one week i don't even think i, li- I take life so hard anymore <laughs> i'm sure you're like okay so did we even know you always took life so hard no i don't take life so hard but people will know me and will see me will talk to me people that are my friends some people some people that know me that don't see me in my play mode always go like ah somebody once called me a soldier that was like my boss like my boss before my other other boss <laughs> it didn't mean anything about it actually he was like ah we that's because the state of my heart is always <laughs> okay, okay 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 all right all of this is just is just um me saying that the state of your heart the state of your heart the condition of your heart determines your character it determines what comes out on the outward part of you you know what what are you thinking about and and mind you mind you the reason why i became more relaxed was because i had this article i needed to submit and i was so so every minute every second of the day i'm thinking about that article especially the whole of last week I eventually sorted it out and you know when I did and I sent the email I became so excited I became more relaxed and, and you know then I then I just say wait 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 a minute why did I even because funny enough when I took it so hard when I was sticking so hard on myself I didn't get any inspiration to write anything it was a very day that I was just <sighs> You know what? I'm not writing anything. I'm tired. (laughs) 
that was when I just got this very fantastic um, inspiration to just write something. And before I knew it, I'd already gone like two, three pages already. I'm like, oh, wow. Are you serious right now? (laughs) So what am I saying? Like I said before, the state of your heart determines your actions. The state of your heart, the condition of your heart determines what precedes the things that you do eventually. You know, the state of your heart determines. So if you have a vulnerable heart when it comes to addiction, vulnerable heart when it comes to managing people, vulnerable heart when it comes to um meeting people um you know um how will i put this now um okay what other word okay yeah being with people or when it comes to relating with people yes you might not necessarily bring out the best out of yourself you know so it's a whole lot it's actually a whole lot whatever goes on on your inside somehow just affects what happens on your outside i don't know about for me it happens a lot you know if i'm thinking about something if i'm doing something if something is bothering me trust me i'm not always in my best mode so um after realizing that it doesn't always work out i just decided to calm down and everything around me just silenced and peace was still (laughs) amen it's going to remain like that because really come on i don't want it to change i've been enjoying maximum level of peace and that's the way i want it to be anyway let's get right to it so um wow we we talked a lot about that (laughs) our god and our father we thank you for this week's episode we thank you because you are lovely yeah you know god is so lovely thank you for being so lovely and always attentive thank you for being thank you for being merciful and um thank you for loving us thank you because you are good and your mercy endures forever. And um, thank you because even as we want to learn today and learn the very best, we ask that you open our hearts, you open our minds, and that we see clearly. Amen. Amen. Okay, um, welcome back. Um, so, this week we're going to be talking about obedience. Obedience to God, obedience to to God to get better. Yeah. You know one scripture that I read that made me so excited? Luke eleven twenty eight. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Oh gosh. Okay, so there was this scripture I found very exciting. <laughs> it says... Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. I'm sure somebody was like, eh, so what's so fantastic about it? I mean, the Bible is literally like all about that. I mean, so, what? 
<laughs> Let's take it again. Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. Right? So the Bible is saying that you hear God's word. I know I know we've talked about hearing the word and actually obeying him, not being hearers only and be doing no, right now I'm not just talking about um what it would do to your addiction, you know, how you know doing actually changes you, right? I'm talking about the blessing that comes from recognizing that you ought to be God's word. That's what I'm talking about. That that's what I'm talking about. So Another scripture in Deuteronomy 11:27 says, "The blessing if you listen to the commandment of the Lord your God which I am commanding you today." Now, you know Jeremiah was even the one that made me laugh the most, although he didn't really talk about a lot about blessing. Jeremiah 42:6 says, "Whether it is pleasant or unpleasant, so whether it is comfortable, it's not comfortable, whether it is good or or you think it's bad, whether you think whether, whether it's 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 fair or it's unfair. <laughs> That's one thing we should push out there. I mean, come on, why 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 would you say I shouldn't touch myself? Come on, wait, I get honey, and you telling me that I should just not touch myself? Why are you tell me that? Plus, plus, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to have sex. I want to have sex. And this is my body. This is my body. And, and, and you're saying that I should wait till I'm married because my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And when I am married, I am using... What are you even talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot. So Jeremiah 42 says, Whether it is pleasant or it is unpleasant, we will listen to the voice of the Lord. He didn't even say listen to the voice. He is telling you. We will listen to the voice of the Lord our God to whom we are sending you. I mean, this is more like a prophecy. And it says, so that if you may go, so that if it may go well with you, when we listen to the word of the Lord. Now, this is it. Some of us believe that um, the reason why God is actually telling us to obey him is, is like we're doing him a favor, you know. We're like, we're just doing that big guy a favor. I mean, come on. <laughs> no, you are not. Yes, you're not doing God a favor. Never have, never will you, because it doesn't even need a favor from us. As a matter of fact, he's the one doing us a huge favor. He took us out from the shackles, the pain, the chains, and the bondage of sin. The bondage of enslavement that we had no idea about. And you know the most beautiful thing? He gave us liberty. Liberty to choose. It's not, you know, some of us feel that when we are, when we are sinning and when we're doing certain things, all these physical things that we do, you think it's, it's just, oh, no big deal. This is me making my choice. That's not your choice. Because have you noticed that the moment you're trying to get out of this so-called choice of yours, it becomes difficult for you to do it. Yes. 
It's damaging your life. It's ruining your life. It's consuming your family. Every single bit of your day, you are weeping because of the same choice you think you made yourself. And you see yourself destroyed. You see yourself condemned. You see yourself weeping and mourning because you don't know why you're still attached to this thing that you think was your choice. And then it completely destroys you until you're no more. And then you keep saying, it was my choice. No, it wasn't a choice. This was a bondage. This was a chain. That thing, this thing that you think is your choice to watch pornography, it's my choice to have sex, it's my choice to do whatever I want to do with my life, it wasn't your choice. Let me just put it out there. Because, I mean, if I choose to do something, I can't choose to stop doing it, isn't it? Yeah, I, I should be able to stop doing it. I should be able to say, nope, I'm not interested no more. Keep yourself and your pornography to your face. I should be able to do that. But every single time you try to walk away from this thing, forget that it's pleasurable. No. Forget that it's pleasurable. It's not because it's pleasurable that you are still sitting down there. It's because you're stuck. You're stuck. You are there. You are held bound. And you're not knowing how to get out of it. Some of us are crying silently every day, even while we watch these things we are addicted to. We're taking in drugs, rehab to rehab, rehab to rehab, bars to bar, bottle to bottle. We are asking ourselves, we see our own kids following the line that we are following, this same choice we're making. This same choice. I mean, come on, our kids inherit our choices. Our family, some people will look up to us, inherit these choices, and they become like you're becoming, and it begins to ruin their life even before they ever started life. And you tell me it's a choice. It's a bondage. It's slavery. It's enslavement, in case you do not know. It's enslavement that doesn't know how to... You can't control your body. Come on. Don't you know that? Oh, come on. If you didn't know, how is it that it is called an addiction? How is it that it is called you don't know how to do it? How is it called a brain to the disease? No, oh, sorry. A disease to the brain. Sorry for putting it that way. Come on, because think about it. One minute you start making a choice. Another minute it becomes a disease to your brain. How? How? It becomes a psychological disease you cannot let go of. How come? Come on, that is bondage. That is enslavement. That is bondage. That is losing everything. There is no life in that. That is death. Yes. So you're saying, Oops, I made my choice. You don't tell me to obey you and, and, and submit to your word. Who are you to tell me all of those things? This is someone giving you life, eternal life. Liberty to even... You give your life to Christ. He washes you off your sin. Some of us still do anything that we like to do. We still go back to him, lean at his feet and say, Oh, 
Jesus, I'm so sorry for what I did. And he still holds your hand and says, oh, come on, my child, I love you so much. And we're still saying, you didn't give us liberty? How many of you have ever felt so compelled? Instead of you just find this burning, compelling, you, didn't, you don't feel like it. No, I, look, let's understand this properly. You don't feel like it. You know, that's the way masturbation or any addiction works. You don't feel like taking drugs. You just see this trigger. Ha, 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 I, want I need to do this. If I don't do this, I won't be able to get myself together. You notice that every single conversation you're having, you're thinking about this, you're thinking about that, you're watching TV. They may not even be talking about what you're talking about. You're already thinking it. You're already thinking it. If you find money anywhere, you're already planning on how you're going to use it to buy drugs. That's literally what you're doing. Every single bit of it, you're like, ah, hey, ah, oh, you, 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 until you finally get yourself a drug to drink, an alcohol, you know, an alcohol to drink, a drug to take in, a, a body to touch, a pawn to watch, a person to have sex with before you calm down. But has that ever happened to you when you're going to church? Oh, come on. Let's not lie to ourselves. I'm not going to church. I gotta go. I gotta go to church. I gotta go to church. I gotta raise up holy hands and sing glory. No, it never happens. This is somebody giving you free will to say to yourself, I love you. I want to love you all the days of my life. So I will follow you. Because indeed, this is a better life. You're giving me a better life. You're giving me opportunity to retrace my steps. You're giving me opportunity to say, there's a better way to do things. I have no idea how to take care of myself. Thank you so much for teaching me how to. This is someone telling you that, okay, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So when you get stuck in life, you get stuck at work. You're stressed out. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to do when you're stressed out. You just jump into your addiction. He says, no, you don't have to do that. Just come to me. How will make the way when everywhere is crooked? I will make every crooked ways. I'll make them straight. I'm good like that. Everything is so hard for you. And suddenly you go on your knees and say, God, help me. And you see everything working so well. Haven't you experienced that? And you tell me that this is worse than you making a choice that held... Nah. 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 I'll say it again. Nah. You see, the blessing that comes from obeying the word of God can never be underestimated. It's huge. Liberty comes with it. Love comes with it. Character comes with it. Hope comes with it. Faith comes with it. Family. All those things that we've always longed for. You don't get that in darkness. You don't get that in your addiction. Everybody just leaves you alone. But you are a love of God. The good things springs from you. The fruit of the spirit springs from your soul. You begin to attend a tiny little fellowship. You find a family there.
You find someone to talk to. You find someone to report your issues to. There's a supreme being to report your issues to. And when you tell him that, help me to do this thing, he does it for you. You don't even have to stress yourself. You don't even have to take any further step. You say, I need money for this. I need money for this. Okay. In his own time, he decides to do it for you. Doesn't mean he won't do it. And you know the funny thing about what we think about God's own time? If you, oh, God's own time takes long. When is God ever going to answer me? Listen, in his own time means the time that is perfect for you. The time that it will be more useful for you. The time that you would even appreciate the goodness of God even more. That is what his own timing. Some of us think his own time is actually in his own time. When he's, when he's like, Shh. you know what this thing you're asking for? When I'm ready, I'm going to play video games right now. And when I'm ready, I'll just give you a holla, holla, holla. I've done it. But no, he's not that. He's, not, he's a loving father. So you ask him, I want a car and I think I want a Jeep as well. Range Rover, a little bit of Ferrari. And I want a lot of money. A lot of money. <laughs> you tell him all those things. And he looks at you and says, oh, this is not what this girl needs now. What does she need? She needs to learn how to speak well. Because when she gets the car, she might lose it. Mm. She, she gets the car and then she doesn't speak to people properly. Uh, something might go wrong. She might lose that car. She might lose that car that she has. She might completely lose it. So what I'm going to do is to not give her the car yet. I'll teach her some things. Little by little. So that she can learn character. She can learn conviction. She can learn a way of life. And when she has done that, I will give her more than a car. I'll give her a house. I'll give her a family, I'll give her a husband, I'll give her children, I'll give her a great job, I'll give her a great business. And trust me, it's only when you're submissive to God that this blessing follows, when you're obedient that this blessing follows. So that's it. That's it. That is really all of it. So, I want to stop looking at it like we 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 were supposed to be helping God do something. The blessings that come from obeying His word is what alone. You can't even you can't even phantom them. You see Abraham. He tells Abraham, "Leave your father's house, go somewhere. I will show you." I, what? Wait, what? I will show you. You're, you're not even telling me where I'm going. It's just like telling me. So I live in Lagos, Nigeria. You're telling me to leave my house? Just pack all my things, like everything. And say, somewhere I will show you. So I keep going. I take the first bus. I will show you. Second bus. The, the, the driver asks me, what's your destination? I don't know, last bus stop. I get to the last bus stop. I take another bus. I will show you. We keep going. Mm-mm-mm. We keep going. Mm-mm-mm. That was not what really happened. I'm just trying to check around. But the thing is that for each time Abraham took that step of I will show you, he always asked God before he took any step further. That's how dependent he was in God. That's how obedient he was in God. So when he gets to one point and he feels stuck, he says, where are we going? 
Someone was like, I will show you, I will show you. Where are we going? And then God tells him this way. He doesn't tell him where exactly, but he says this way. So he keeps going. He keeps going that way. He keeps going that way. He gets to another point. This 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 road has ended. Like I can see a wall and it leads to nowhere. Where are we going next? It says this way again but we're going back to where we're coming from so don't worry you don't know that way just go this way like i told you and then abraham gets to the middle of the road and says, oh it doesn't actually lead to the back it leads to the front and it goes again till he finally gets to the land he gets to the land so, is it this place is it here and god says no not here but stay here for a while stay here now just a bit just for a while a few couple of minutes and when I am ready. Let's say three, four days. And three, four days come, God is saying nothing. That's the thing. We never go back to the word. We never learn to go back to the word when we obey it. Some of us are like, I obeyed God. I obeyed his commandment. I told him he was the one that told me to do this. He was the one that told me to do that. Now I'm here. I'm not moving forward. Oh. True. True. True that. True that. But did you ask him? Did you go back to the word and ask him? Or you just sat right there and said, Thank you, Lord, for making me stay here. I'm gonna move from nowhere to you speak to me. Did you go to him to ask him? Where are we moving to next? I'm not like you're gonna okay, please. I'm just tired of staying right here. If you're gonna tell us to move, let's move. I'm tired of staying right here. Or did you go to him and say, Look, God, I'm enjoying all of this you're giving to me, but is this all that there is to it? Because I want more of what you have to give to me. I want more. And he's like, okay, I see your desire. Now pack all your things and move this way. So, you know what? Let's just, let's just leave it right there today. Next week, we might continue with obedience to God's word because there are a lot of amazing scriptures that I found. But what I want to remind you is this. God's word comes with blessings everywhere everywhere and you will have to obey it to get it when we come back i'm just going to read a couple of episodes and we'll round up the podcast so deep into this week's episode okay so there's this song that did you guys like the song 
Dun 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 Okay, let's not let's not make so much. I love that song because the first time I listened to it, I'm like, what's this girl saying? Aubrey Hazard. I'm like, what's she saying? What's she saying? I'm sure you probably felt that way too. And before I knew it, I turn on my phone, check the lyrics of the song, and I'm like, what? This is what is in this song? And I made it my favorite song. That was like 2017, and then all the songs came out, and I have all the songs that I like. Come on, I like all the songs. I don't know what to do. Okay, <laughs> that's what. But blessed, blessed. Ah, it's funny. Why would you say blessed am I? Because I'm hungry and thirsty for for to obey your word, to do good things. To how would you say that? Because of course there is blessing that comes with that. Yes, there is. All right, let's read some scriptures and then we can turn off this week's episode. You know, Leviticus 26, 14 says, but if you do not obey me and do not carry out, oh, okay, that one's on, let's read another one, sorry. Sorry. First um, John 2, 4 says, the, way, the, the one who says I have come to know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. So for each time you say, oh, please, I'm a Christian. And on, on holiness, on righteousness, it's hard. It's not that easy. It takes the Holy Spirit to help you to live this life. But if you're not submitted to the Holy Spirit to help you, how can you live it? So you're like, I'm a macho. I know that guy. I know who God is. I'm going to tell you where he is. And you're not obeying his commandment and you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to help you. You're a liar. You're a liar. Yeah. And Genesis 26, Abraham guy, the last scripture we're going to read, he says, Because Abraham obeyed me and kept my charge, my commandment, and my status. So God blessed Abraham because he obeyed him. You know, there was this scripture when my pastor was teaching one day. I can't even remember the name. I just remember the, the I can't remember the verse, the, the part, but I think it was Genesis. And then that scripture is one thing I've always remembered every day of my life since I encountered it. Walk before me and be blameless and I will bless you. Walk before me blameless and I will bless you. Walk before me blameless and I will bless you. That scripture has always held strong in my heart when I'm about to do something evil or something that God wouldn't be happy about, something that my love for him wouldn't be so true if I do it. And for each time I obey that scripture, I really do see the blessing of God. In fact, I don't think I'm obeying it enough because the blessing is not, it's not, it's not this kind, it's not, it's not all of this, it's much more. But I'm, I want to walk before him and be blameless because I know he will bless me. There's a reward for it. Eternal life, righteousness, peace, joy. Our Father, we thank you for this week's episode. We love you. We love you because you always help us. You always help us. Yes, you always do. And your mercy endures forever. You alone are God and we are proud to be your people. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you because you're good. Help us to hold this word carefully that we may walk therein. 
that we may walk therein and obey you. Thank you for your good and your mercy and yours forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to this week's episode. Kisses, have a lovely week. And all this time.